everybody, welcome back to Elevated Office Podcast. This is episode 18 of season 2 of Elevated Office Podcast. My name is Eric McGrew. I'm the host of the show. I'm also the owner and operator of Eric Street Service in Montrose, Colorado. Today, the show is brought to you by GapArborsSupply.com as well as WeaverArborist.com. If you haven't taken the time to go by and check out GapArborsSupply.com, I really recommend that you do so. If you don't know my history with them, I've been associated with Gap Arbor Supply for some time now. I actually started buying from them first and then became sponsored or an ambassador of theirs. And I have to say that even if I wasn't an ambassador or sponsored by them, I would still buy from them. Um, I had a bunch of experiences buying from the bigger known brands in town. And the fact of the matter is, is that I just felt like they could not give me the quality service that I was looking for. They couldn't answer the questions that I wanted um, answered. They couldn't guide me in the right directions of what it was that I was looking for. And they definitely didn't seem to care about me or anything else as far as shipping went and that kind of stuff. So when I found Gap Arbor Supply through Zach Richards or ZigZagMan.ZR on Instagram, I was really surprised. Kyle and Ray know the arborist industry. Kyle's a climber. And they can guide you in what is being commonly used what different climbers have thought about different aspects and devices and also what might be best for your uses as a climber. Also, they do care about shipping and the quality of their service to you. And Austin is really helping out in that way. So go by and check out GapArborSupply.com if you haven't. And if you have more questions, you can always go and call them and get your order placed or get more information. Also, Weaver Arbor Supply, or I'm sorry, WeaverArborist.com is a sponsor of the show, and I'm super happy to have them as a sponsor. They are working hard to be innovative in the arborist industry. Not only are we working on new products to come out and things like that, but I'm also analyzing some of the current products, and there are adjustments being made. And they are sponsoring giveaways and the uh, monthly cost of this show as well. So definitely go check out WeaverArborist.com. All right, so let's get into this episode. What is this episode about? Well, this episode is about a question that I get kind of frequently. Um, I get asked quite a bit, do I have a hard time finding good help for the arborist industry, for my tree service, for my work as a climber. The truth of the matter is, yes, I do. If you're not having a hard time finding help in this industry, I think that you're a unique person. Um, I'll tell you, I've done a lot of stuff in life as far as work goes. I'm 39 years old and I've done a lot of jobs over the years, a lot of them physical labor. And by far, I think that the tree service industry, if you're doing it right and doing it well, is one of the hardest jobs I've ever done, if not the hardest job. Now, I'm not saying it's the hardest job in the world. Um, I think that being a derrickman or being on oil rigs, um, mountain and heli logging is probably way harder. And then, of course, you have all of the, um, you know, deadliest catch, deep sea fishing stuff that's probably 
way harder as well. So I don't mean to say that this is the hardest job out there, but personally, it's the hardest job that I've ever done. And it's because I push, I push really hard. So finding people that keep up with my standard has been a challenge. Um, I have a unique business here in Montrose, Colorado, because I'm not a production quote unquote production tree service. I am a quality oriented pruning arborist that climbs. So I prune ornamental trees quite a bit, but I also am getting well known for pruning for health and trimming for stability, very large shade trees. We're talking large elms, uh, Siberian elms specifically, and large weeping willows, corkscrew willows, uh, large plains, cottonwoods, narrow leaf cottonwoods, uh, pruning for health, aspen trees that have canker and things, uh, you know, uh, locust trees, ash trees, that kind of stuff. And so instead of being focused 100% on production, getting in, getting out, moving on to the next tree and the next job, uh, I have a higher price rate. And I am known for analyzing the structure of trees, analyzing their health, analyzing potential disease and impacts of environment on them, and also helping uh, mitigate the uh, difference, the different issues that they are dealing with, with um, the sporadic droughts we've been having and that kind of stuff here. So I do require a groundy that is willing to work hard. And I also require a groundie that it can just comprehend very quickly, can can assimilate into my world and understand what it is that I need from them as a groundie when I'm in the tree climbing. And that's a real hard task to that's it's a hard, a tall order to find. Um, what I've learned is that guys that tend to be extremely uh, strong and capable of doing the physical work that I need done in a timely manner, typically don't put forth the effort to do it to the quality I need. And I am super high quality on my cleanup and finish work. It look, it better look better after I'm gone than it did when I showed up. And I am super finicky about raking and things. Um, really particular about all that stuff. Uh, so I don't need just an ox. I need somebody who's strong, who has endurance, who can really work and will just get the job done no matter how long it takes, but also do it to a very, very high quality. And that's been a challenge for me to, to be quite frank. What I do find is that when I find somebody who's diligent, honest, is a hard worker, they may not be the fastest person in the world, and sometimes they have a hard time comprehending what it is that we do as arborists and what we expect. So what I've had to do is just kind of lower my expectations, I hate to say that, of what it is that my groundies will accomplish, and I cannot hold them to the standard of work that I have for myself. So I just expect that I'm going to have to finish up 20 to 30% of the groundwork when I get on the ground after a full day of climbing. It's just how it is. And, um, that's disappointing at times. It's frustrating when you're tired and things, but I make up for it in ways of, uh, 
adapting other aspects or buying specific tools. For instance, if it's a $150 wheelbarrow that makes my grounding more efficient and can prolong fatigue, I'm going to get them the $150 wheelbarrow. Um, if it's that they can't handle hauling all that wood by themselves, because usually it's just two or three of us on a job site, then I build a $500. Um, I have somebody build me because I don't have time to do it myself, even though I am a accomplished fabricator. Um, I, I just have them build me a set of forks that slip on the head of my stump grinder and I haul off two and three up to like 450 pounds worth of wood at a time on my stump grinder, uh, to be able to save my body and mental fatigue after I'm out of the tree and I need to get it all hauled off. Um, I just make it happen and I work with what I've got and even paying a really good rate for what it is that groundies or well, people in general in this area get paid. Um, I pay evidently a bit more than most groundies anywhere get paid is what I'm told. And I'm still having a hard time holding on to people. I've had a few people that are just like, this is too hard. I quit. I don't care how much you pay me. And I'm like sitting there shaking my head because it's hard. It is, but it's not too hard in my opinion. But then again, maybe we as arborists who stick in the industry are just different people. I don't know. Maybe, and I've just, I had a conversation with my contract climber who's been a great asset to me. Unfortunately, he's moving on to other things and we were just talking about it. And he's like, look, the fact of the matter is, is that you and I are very unique people in the world. Evidently, um, we're a small percentage of how we view this and the diligence that arborist work as tree climbers and whatnot takes. And we have to lower our expectations of others. And the fact of the matter is, is that that's where I'm at. I just have to take whatever my expectation is and cut it down by about 40%. (laughs) And then it might be within the range of what I'm going to find as an average groundy. And I hate to say that. So if you're getting frustrated about your groundies, you're not alone. Um, It's not that they're bad people. It's just, they might not have the physical stamina or the mental ability to comprehend what it is that you picked up fairly quickly. And then of course, there's always the entry to the barrier to entry issue of us having been in the industry for some period of time and others getting into it and not just not having that experience. Right. So I I love the groundy that I've got working with me right now. Great guy. Um, but I do know that he has his limitations. Um, we all have a limitation of sorts, So we just have to work with those limitations and make it happen. And if that means that I have to buy equipment or build equipment that makes that happen, then that's what I do. But I still push him because I can't afford to let people get lazy on me and me constantly spend money. So there's always a fine line. If you push people too hard, then they're just going to give up and be demoralized and they're not going to give you a good quality work anyway. And if you don't push hard enough, they'll get lazy on you. That's human nature. So yes, the end result is I have a hard time finding good workers as well. So 
Don't give up. Keep looking and look in other industries. Look outside the box to find people. A lot of times you can motivate them if they have a good work ethic or whatnot. Maybe they don't know they're interested in arborist work and you can find an aspect that interests them or is similar to what they already do. And you can um, help motivate them to make a change and build yourself a good groundy. But sometimes you have to invest time and money into them, paying them a higher salary or wage than what they are making um, with no experience just to get them into the industry and then work it out from there. So just a couple of things that I've been working with and trying to make happen. Um, maybe it'll work for you as well. Let me know. How are you finding good groundies? I'm, I'm curious. So, yeah. That's where we're at. This industry is definitely a hard industry to be in. It's hard work and it takes a special person to stick with it. So um, if I figure out anything else to tell you guys, I will let you know. I appreciate you guys stopping by and checking out episode 18 of season two. The episodes are going to be a little bit shorter, uh, but hopefully more frequent. And um, don't forget to check out our sponsors. GapArborSupply.com and WeaverArborist.com. And we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.